You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors and add blocks, no custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. That's bluehost.com slash wondersuite. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, thank you for tuning in to another episode of NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice on Cannabis Radio. I'm your host, Bethany Moore. I'm the Director of Communications at the National Cannabis Industry Association. Today, I have a couple of guests from the Retail Committee and our Facilities Design Committee at NCIA, Lorena Schofield and Kevin Quinlan. 
Kevin Quinlan is an entrepreneur and principal in the built environment and building design industries with a 16-year track record of success in quality on project design, engineering, execution, and quality assurance. He currently serves as principal of Mintropy, which provides mechanical, electrical, plumbing, and fire protection consulting engineering services across various market sectors and industries. Mintropy specializes in mechanical, electrical, plumbing, and fire protection design consulting services in support of cannabis cultivation and retail facilities, and the company's design approach encourages a cohesiveness with nature, and they strive to find ways to incorporate technological advancements back into harmony with Mother Nature. Lorena Schofield helps create welcoming and memorable experiences for many cannabis customers and employees alike. From starting on the retail ground floor in 2013 and then moving into management and operations for the past several years, Lorena is now serving retailers outside of the store these days as the director of customer success for Swede POS, Swede's an all-in-one retail cannabis solution designed for large cannabis retailers that delivers powerful point-of-sale functionality, analytics, marketing, loyalty, e-commerce, and so much more. This, uh, this episode is intended to be a multi-part series with some other committee members that we're going to be bringing into the discussion of designing a cannabis dispensary. So we'll call this one part one. Thank you both, Kevin and Lorena, for joining me today. Well, Thank you so much for having us. Yeah. Great. So let's uh, kick off by just getting to know you both a little bit better before we start talking cannabis design. Uh, Kevin, I'd love to hear more about your background and experience and what sorts of things you did before getting involved in yeah. this cannabis space. Yeah, thanks, Bethany. That's uh, it was a great intro. I appreciate it. Uh, happy to be here. Um so yeah, I started off in uh, commercial building engineering uh, about 16 years ago, like you had mentioned. Um, I, my, I was a mechanical engineer, so I focused mostly on HVAC, mostly in the um, in the data center space back then. Um, through the evolution of my career, I've worked in different markets uh, from commercial buildings, uh, lead projects, industrial. Uh, I find a, a kind of a cool niche in um in the energy and sustainable sustainability uh, uh side of things as as it uh pertains to design in this space um and it my entire career has been spent really uh focusing on those those systems that you had mentioned hvac lighting plumbing um and most of those systems are hidden behind walls most of the time people don't know they exist uh, with the absence of really having to turn on a switch or if something goes bad, <laughs> uh, most of the time, you know, it's invisible. So uh, I think cannabis has given me the opportunity to really bring those systems to life, especially as it pertains to the cultivation side, where they're really the life, 
lifeblood, uh, the, uh, the creating a, a real living ecosystem that we're, you know, uh, supporting plants. And, and that was uh, sort of the uh, genesis of my interest in the field, as well as, um, uh, uh, you know, being a, a believer in, in the medicinal benefits of, of cannabis itself as a, as a plant. Um, so, you know, twofold, I guess, uh, in, in that respect. Um, awesome. Yeah, that's yeah. great. Uh, yeah, you pretty much answered my next question about what your reason for getting involved in cannabis. A lot of people have a personal relationship with the plant as well sometimes. Um, so it, it's in, in addition to there being a practical professional application, there's also, you know, the the passion for this movement, this. Yes, this, absolutely. Yeah, yeah definitely. Um, yeah, in, in looking back into the impact of the war on drugs and the impact on our criminal justice system, um, you know, I'm, I'm a big advocate of sensible drug policies and mm -hmm. uh, more importantly, uh, turning to turning our minds to, to seeing what, uh, what benefits these naturally evolved plants on uh, plant species on Mother Earth could 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 have for for humankind. So, uh, well said. Yes. Had in hand. Yeah. Yeah. Well said. Absolutely. Um, Lorena, let's hear a bit about uh, your background. It, it sounds like it was very retail focused as well. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Thank you. <clears throat> Thank you again for having me on the podcast. I'm super excited. Um, but yeah, my journey in the cannabis industry. So I came from Louisiana originally, and I moved to Colorado with the hopes of, you know, really starting a career out of doing something that I loved. I was super passionate about the cannabis plant. And, you know, back in 2013, there was absolutely no opportunities for a career in cannabis. So I moved to Colorado to pursue that dream. And, you know, I was 22 at the time. And most of my experience at that, that time while I was going to college was hospitality. So, you know, I kind of started on the base level of the retail ground floor. And, you know, I've always had a passion for, for people and, you know, what's, I, I love the retail experience because I feel like that is really where the rubber meets the road as it regard, regards to, you know, all of the industry efforts and, you know, creating, creating magic for that customer experience is something that I've always really loved. So I just kind of continued to pursue a career in retail and <clears throat> nowadays I'm serving retailers outside of the retail floor, but it's still, it's still a passion of mine. And, you know, I, I just truly love the retail cannabis space. It's unlike any other retail space and it's, it's truly something special. Yeah. That's a really interesting point as dispensaries for adult use uh, began popping up. There were certainly a few different designs and models. And, you know, I, I remembered all, all the, all the excitement around the uh, 
apple type of shopping experience yeah. in cannabis and just all these different opportunities to to experience whether you can smell it or not or there's a menu on the wall or a paper menu there's we'll talk more about that for sure so before we take a commercial break um Kevin, uh, can you just briefly tell our audience uh, more about Mintropy and what you're up to as we uh, head into 2023? Yeah. Uh, so, so Mintropy again, we're we're a full service uh, MEP firm, MEPFP. Um, we continue to evolve in the cultivation space. Uh, um, developing several MSOs this year and, and continue to um, continue to see demand um, for for our uh, our work uh, as we go into the next few years. Um, I think most of, of that has to do with really our design philosophy. Uh, you know, one going back to the sustainability uh, driven approach. Uh, I think we're able to open our clients eyes and ears um uh directly from those as cannabis cultivation is a huge energy consumer um and and we're trying to to mm. to show people alternatives um uh and yeah secondarily i think we as an engineering team are able to work in sort of the gray where I think a lot of different engineering firms that we compete with are uh, very straight to the line. Um, we try to figure out, as, as we had spoke about, how we can design systems that sort of mimic mother nature. And there isn't blueprints to that. And I think that's another um, value add that we bring to the market kind of free thinkers think outside the box. This is a new space. There isn't standards yet developed. So we're, we're working on all that stuff at the same time. Really interesting. Absolutely. Um, Lorena, how about you? Yeah. So um, like you mentioned, I recently left the retail cannabis space um, and I'm now working for cannabis software. So I'm working with Swede POS. So it's more than really just point of sale it's it does a little bit of everything it's really an all-in-one system um and our main goal is to be essentially the the only technology that a retailer needs to use on a day-to-day -day basis so you know as it pertains to to marketing loyalty um e-commerce e reporting systems as well as like point of sale um it's a a newer company, but we do serve um, larger MSOs. That's our what we have um, as our kind of target clientele. As the as the industry grows and expands, we are designed to support the scaling cannabis retail business. So yeah, that's a little bit about Swede. That's fantastic. All right, thank you both um, for those introductions. We're going to hop into our first commercial break, and then we'll be right back to talk more about the elements of designing a cannabis dispensary with Kevin and Lorena. So stay tuned. We'll be right back. NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice will return once we give a voice to our sponsors. You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. 
Well, anyways, I was calling Kern because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, <laughs> I could really use Current. <laughs> I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match, with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Traffic jams, tailgating, pileups. Ugh, the joys of driving. How could it get worse? The federal government wants to have a say in what you drive. That's right. The Biden administration's EPA is pushing mandates that would ban two out of every three vehicles on the road today. Don't let Washington become your backseat driver. Protect the freedom of driving your way. Visit energycitizens.org. Paid for by the American Petroleum Institute. All right, we're back on NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice on Cannabis Radio. I'm your host, Bethany Moore, and we're talking with Lorena Schofield and Kevin Quinlan, and they're both participants in some of NCIA's committees. So this is our Retail Committee and our Facilities Design Committee. And we're going to talk about what goes into a retail cannabis dispensary being designed and engineered. So retail dispensaries are intended to be a place, obviously, for customers to have a positive experience when they're purchasing the items they want. So right off the bat, the designs are going to be centered mainly around customers and products, right? Makes sense. So I want to talk about these important elements that are considered when planning a cannabis dispensary. What are your thoughts, Lorena? Yeah, well, to start, you know, first impressions are so important in the retail cannabis space, and you want that first impression to be in line with your brand. So, you know, what's your vibe? How do you want your customer, how do you want to make people feel? Um, from the moment the customer walks in your door, you really have the opportunity to provide an experience that is both memorable and keeps them coming back. And people love that sort of wow factor you know whether you choose to do that subtly or more boldly based on your brand it's really important to appeal to your customers emotions when you're building out your facility so from opening the door to the check-in process to where your tvs are located and what content's displaying on your tvs to what music is playing how the store smells the whole shopping experience you know everything about your chosen design and layout is crucial to that customer experience. 
Mm -hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. Absolutely. Kevin, what would you yeah. add to that? Yeah, that was, that was a, that was a great, uh, uh, 30,000 foot view of, of what retailers are looking for. And, mm -hmm. and it's, it, it, it's our job really to listen to those perspectives. And Lorena did a great job of kind of uh, summarizing what those things that are uh, important overall uh, on an individual basis, though, we get involved with, um, you know, the specific designs of what a, uh, a, a an owner or retailer is really looking uh, to do in terms of separating their uh, store from others. And that might have to do with uh, so some of the items that Lorena had mentioned are, you know, where are your TV displays? What is... Um, um, what is what is the smell like a lot of uh a lot of typical uh retail facilities you know the the, the facility kind of smells like the ambience of 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 the flower itself and and for some that's that's great for others um they might want to create a different type of uh smell and we can do that with our hvac systems um as far mm. as opening doors we work on uh you know the different security systems, IT systems, uh, placing cameras, uh, wiring those back, um, access control systems um, for, for doors. Um, um, so we integrate all those different aspects that an owner is, is looking to, um, to add to, to bring to their facility. Uh, we work with three-dimensional modeling software. So a lot of that stuff we can bring to life um, and, and work um, in conjunction with a retailer's vision to bring all those aspects um, that uh, all those systems that we design feed into. Um, mm -hmm. So that, that's kind of our take on it. What, what does what do you, what does the retailer want to provide, and how are we going to leverage our experience and design knowledge to to make that come to life? And that's really what what gets us excited is is bringing that vision to life and working um, cohesively and and uh, collaborating together. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, so I'm sure that there are some challenges and complexities that may present themselves when when you're trying to design a dispensary i don't not everyone has the luxury of being able to start from scratch maybe you're taking over another building and need to work with some existing elements or something uh there, there is uh there was a bank here in denver that got turned into a dispensary so the vault area is still there which is kind of interesting i think they keep the product back there um, <laughs> probably <but> best <laughs> Yeah. So I'm I'm curious about what kind of challenges might be uh might show up here when when we're making all these considerations. Yeah. So retail cannabis facilities can definitely encounter several challenges when building out facilities, security being a big one. Um, you know, mm. something that's important to consider, you know, is it worth having that big, beautiful window with lots of natural light or depending on how safe the area you're operating in, maybe you need bars on your windows, which isn't mm. the most attractive, you know, in the retail setting. But, you know, True. security is really a big, big challenge in this space. You know, state requirements is another important factor to consider, you know, depending on 
the state you operate in, you may or may not be able to serve med and rec customers in the same area. You might require more space. Um, another challenge might be, you know, the size and footprint of your location. Like, like you said, sometimes you don't have the luxury of starting from scratch. You, you're a lot of spaces are often pretty small and high traffic. So you have to get pretty crafty with how you facilitate the design aspect of it and the flow. Um, you also have to consider your traffic control. How many registers are you going to need? Um, how big do you, does your lobby need to be depending on, you know, your high traffic flow? Um, inventory storage is another, like you mentioned, you know, where's the most secure place to store your product? How much space do you need to store it? You know, that also depends how much inventory you're able to keep depending on how big your space is. You know, you also have to keep in mind odor control, you know, because cannabis is a stinky plant and you don't want your neighbors mm -hmm. smelling it if you're operating in a rural area. Um, mm -hmm. and, and last but not least, your demographics. Like, what do your customers want? Are your customers predominantly locals who might work better with like a self-serve kind of station? Or are they maybe more tourists or can of curious consumers who like to ask lots of questions and maybe a pointed sales person would be better. Maybe it's a little bit of both, but, you know, considering your local demographics as well as the customer base you're wishing to attract is equally as important. Yeah. You know, that makes me reflect a little bit on some of my shopping experiences. Um, you know, there's some dispensaries that are designed for customers who kind of know what they want get you in and get you out. There's a menu. I'll take two of those and one of those. Thank you very yeah. much. Hi, goodbye. Uh, but then there are the more immersive experiences where you may need to ask some questions. Um, and, and a place that I go, they, they keep my profile in their system so I can look back on what my previous purchases were and say, oh, you know what? I really didn't have a good experience with that cartridge let's try something else or hey can I just get the exact same thing I got last week that would be great whatever that was called yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. So, absolutely yeah, it was some kind of lemon jelly something or other <laughs> but um it was good so those are some interesting things to think about as well and sometimes the music is more rock and roll sometimes it's more like zen spa like so these are all really different customer experiences for sure. Uh, we're going to take one more commercial break and then we're going to come back and continue our conversation about designing cannabis dispensaries. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice will return once we give a voice to our sponsors. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. 
Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, we're back on NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice on Cannabis Radio. I'm Bethany Moore with NCIA. And before we talk a little bit more and wrap up our conversation, I want to make a quick announcement that NCIA's events are coming back in 2023. We're hitting the road. We're going on tour. We'll be hosting 10 industry socials, a cannabis caucus, and, of course, our 11th annual Cannabis Industry Lobby Days please head to our website, thecannabisindustry.org, navigate to the events calendar, take a look at all that. There's also going to be some promotion on social media and newsletters as well. Definitely get ready to join us in cities all over the country from St. Louis to Boston to LA and Miami and Denver. Uh, So definitely get your team pumped up and ready to go to join us at the industry socials and cannabis caucus and also in washington dc for lobby days i'm so excited i love hanging out with cannabis industry people there it's like a family reunion so it's really a good time um so back to the business of dispensaries um there's a lot some have similarities and like i've hinted at already they're all a bit unique as well in how they were designed. Sometimes there's a waiting room. Sometimes you just go straight to the sales counter once security checks your ID. Uh, Some have jars of cannabis that you can smell. Sometimes it's just a menu. There's a lot of different ways to, to do this, right? So I'm interested in hearing maybe some other design elements that you've seen and what the reason behind those designs are. Yeah, so personally, coming from the early days, early days of retail cannabis in Colorado, we've come a long way with with uh, the layout and design of dispensaries. You know, back then it was like you had a waiting area, felt often more like a doctor's office into your bud room with someone oh, yeah. standing behind a counter, often you know, poorly displayed products. But nowadays, as the cannabis industry matures, we're seeing a huge shift in the design elements. You know, for example, how we display our product matters a great deal more. Um, A lot of the times dispensaries are having more centralized floor displays that are illuminated and lit up and really are beautiful, um, which I I love to see that. Um, Same with like, you know, potentially like touchscreen menus in the lobby while you wait so you can pre-order maybe even a cannabis vending machine. Um, But yeah, that open floor concept seems to be becoming more popular, um, you know, and it takes a little bit more planning as far as like electrical wiring and stuff, but it really does make a big impact on your overall customer experience. And I'm sure Kevin could talk a little bit about that from an engineering perspective. (laughs) 
Yeah. So, uh, you know, going back to the, the overall thesis here, it's like, how do we affect these five senses? Um, um, and how do we kind of trigger those in a way to create sort of what the owner is looking for in that environment, whether it's peaceful or um, exciting or what, what have you. Um, and, and so playing around with lighting levels is a big one um, when we're, when we're doing modeling, um, not just from the actual lighting of the space, but um, uh, displays and so forth. And uh, we see a lot of uh, development and we're working on some cool projects where we're bringing, uh, you know, under shelf lighting for flowers. So it sort of highlights those and, and picking up blues and greens and things like that, that uh, really sort of emphasize the, uh, the product um, as well as integrating those uh, point of sale features, automation, um, creating, you know, user HMIs, uh, human interfaces, um, that can sort of automate that whole process and create um, sort of a synergistic type of atmosphere in, in this space. And, and really, again, it, it goes back to the retailer's uh, uh, wants and, and their vision and, 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 you know, working with them to, to create that. I would also say going back to one of the one of the questions before in terms of challenges um, is is the vault area and how do we, from an HVAC perspective, what are we doing there to, to optimize the environment for the flower? So obviously humidity ratios have to be, and temperatures have to be maintained. Um, so that all has to be controlled accurately. Um, you know, also on, on the odor side, we, uh, we integrate uh, carbon filtration systems to make sure that, uh, you know, our neighbors are not being displaced or upset from, from the smell. So, um, um, you know, all these things are, are taken into account um, at, at, at different levels and um, yeah, it creates quite a challenging environment. But I think when we all walk away, we're, we're creating something new um, for the retail space every time we take a crack at this. Um, and I think there's nowhere else in, in any other retail space where we're really as concerned with how do these overall five senses, how do we integrate them from a design perspective? And, and it's really, a, I think, a cool space um, in all different angles. Yeah, absolutely. Man, in the six years that this podcast has been been going every time smell comes up i have to mention the purina puppy chow factory <laughs> oh in my Denver. <laughs> drive yeah. by that drive by and enjoy like roll your windows up just especially if you have a dog in the car <laughs> you know it's it's funny you mentioned that i actually i mentioned what i did industrial design so i actually have worked at that plant as an engineer on their steam system so oh my goodness. it's even worse when you get into the plant believe me even so dog food is bad but cat food is worse i'll just oh oh man so funny <laughs> okay i'm glad we're uh wrapping this up on a pretty hilarious note here <laughs> thank you both for your time today um I, i'm looking forward to continuing this series on the elements of designing a cannabis dispensary with folks from your committees as well so we'll talk to you talk to you all again and thank you both for being on the show and thanks to our listeners of course for continuing to tune in to ncia's cannabis industry voice until next time
The opinions expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. Any rebroadcast, republication, or retransmission of this program without proper consent is prohibited. Traffic jams, tailgating, pileups. Ugh, the joys of driving. How could it get worse? The federal government wants to have a say in what you drive. That's right. The Biden administration's EPA is pushing mandates that would ban two out of every three vehicles on the road today. Don't let Washington become your backseat driver. Protect the freedom of driving your way. Visit energycitizens.org. Paid for by the American Petroleum Institute. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.